Welcome to episode three of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Where's Gin? Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. This podcast tackles local, first-class and international cricket from an Australian perspective with a focus on state cricket. My name is Ross. Let me introduce the team. A second-generation gloved artisan, our resident wicket-keeping expert, the boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Hello, Ross. See the numbers during the week? Uh, no, I didn't. We are now the most popular local slash state cricket, northern suburbs of Melbourne slash goldfields of Victoria based podcast. <laughs> so I think we could all give ourselves a pat on the back for that. Excellent. I won't tell you that I had one of those Oztam units to record that. But anyway, <laughs> a man who has said that Dave Warner modelled his game on, our man with his ear to the ground on all things local cricket and club politics. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Hi, Michael. Michael, welcome again. Today we come to you from the Alex Doolan Studios at the Shamrock Hotel in Kyneton in the shadows of the Upper Colliban and Lauriston Reservoirs and the Colliban Main Channel, one of the great engineering feats of Central Victoria. Uh, you may notice uh, that Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan, our spin correspondent and groundskeeping guru, Alex, is missing today. We followed through on our threat from the other week and we suspended him uh, for, because of the other boring groundskeeping corner. And we've given him a one-week ban with the option of a second. <laughs> so hopefully we don't hear from him today. Fair, I think. I think fair. Okay. Let's um, have a look first up at local cricket. And we've got a... To start that off, we've got Michael with... Where did that come from? Alrighty. So um, I've got a few highlights from around the country. So we'll start off with um, a lad by the name of Jay Lenton, who plays for... Manly Warringah District Cricket Club, who is it's in Sydney Grey Cricket. He became the first person in the history of Sydney Grey Cricket to score a ton in consecutive innings across all three formats. So he scored a one-day ton, then they had a two-day, and then he scored a T20 ton, three, three in a row. That's a fine achievement. It's also very specific, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, <laughs> very specific record. <laughs> Seeing his T20's only been around for well, 10 years or so, mm. Mm. but it's still a good effort, mm. fine effort. Yeah. Then we move on, we've got um, a bowling feat, but lad by the name of Jesse Walia. I think, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm sure Jesse will probably send us an email yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, wrong. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Tweet us, yeah. at yeah. off cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a tweet, mate. Uh, he's yeah. from the Lynbrook Cricket Club, and he took nine for 13 bowling first change <laughs> in the Dandenong District Cricket Association. <laughs> a bit stiff. What happened to the 10th? Yeah. Uh, probably the a run-out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think... I, think <laughs> what, I think I I was looking at some footage I saw of this on yeah. YouTube during the week, and... He's, he's come in and he's bowled to the number 11 who's hit it straight back at him. He's put his hand out to try and catch it. Uh, it was on the full. Yeah. He didn't catch it and it flicked off his fingers into the stumps and ran oh. out the number 11. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. Stiff. So, stiff. Unlucky. Stiff. Could yeah. have had 10 for 13. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, so another shout out we've got is for a uh, chap by the name of Akshat Mishara. He's from the Penrith RSL Junior Cricket Club. So a young fellow, he made 51 not out and took six for one, including a double hat trick. And yeah, for those of you, for those of you, as your cricket loving fans, double hat trick is four, four wickets in a row. So great job there. And he's only 10 years old, the young fella. So he's um, he's got a bright, bright future ahead I of him. Thought you had to retire him while I cricket, but well, he's, maybe. Pro- he's probably playing under 16. Yeah, probably. With those well, sort of there's that one young leg spinner who took yes. six for on the weekend. Yes. In a, a game. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, well, don't steal Michael's thunder, please. Oh, sorry. David. And please. as uh, David has alluded to, that's the next. That's the next. Like, <laughs> oh, so subtly prompted. So he's um, <laughs> no rehearsals here. <laughs> 
is a young fella by the name of Thomas Rigglesworth. Oh. Now, with the... Um, famous cricketing surname? Yes, the famous cricketing surname that he shares with former Victorian and district... Uh, We'll use the term superstar, superstar yes. Ian yes. Rigglesworth. Yes. Um, so young fella, as alluded to, he actually took five for nine for the Sale Cricket Club. Yeah. Well, the thing that probably is most impress- impressive about this is he's 10 years old, <laughs> he's a leggy, oh. and he's playing in the senior men's comp. So that's a pretty good effort. <laughs> Not many 10-year-old leggies can land on the pitch, let alone yeah, get yeah. blokes out. That's... Look at James Muir here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alex Mann. Alex Mann is a horrible legs gentleman. <laughs> And um, yeah, so that's it for um, my local cricket corner. Um, yep. Hopefully, I'll, I'll do a bit more research next time. Hopefully, we we'll get a few girls involved. There was one yes. girl I saw, fourteen-year-old girl. She only played. A, she's played two, two games in the season. Mm-hmm. And she's ta- she's bowled six overs. and She's got nine for fourteen. So <laughs> right. she's averaging about one point two. Making so, Mitch Stark look ordinary. Yeah, her name was mm. Natalie Harmer from mm-hmm. memory. Okay, right. Yeah, that's it. Fair enough. Um, an interesting one uh, came across my desk during the past fortnight. It was um, a captain coach at a local cricket club out in the um, Box Hill Reporter uh, League, which is an interesting name in itself. Uh, he, he's been suspended from playing, but he can still coach. And the reason he got suspended by the league was for making negative comments about that league on a private Facebook chat group. I think we're all in trouble here. Yeah, we're all stuck. Yeah, say, yeah, we're all stuck. Fingers crossed the NMCA doesn't go down that route. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, hopefully they haven't listened to this show. Cop it absolutely tasting here. I think, I think he's unlucky because I think there's a lot of people who would just be writing any old shit on private Facebook groups mm. and not expecting Yeah, he's very there. stiff. Someone's yeah. got to dob him in. Someone yeah. did dob him in. And yeah. But why? Why but would wait, you bother? What do you achieve yeah, from yeah, it? She's a bit I don't know. bloody... Yeah. I don't know, how would you say? Mm. Pedantic? Yes. Very pedantic. Oh, just for anyway. comments made. It's just yeah. local cricket. Mm. Maybe, um, maybe the guy who dobbed him in is the father of a young bloke uh, in the twos who can't yeah. get a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. potentially. Yeah. Potentially, maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. Local yeah. yeah. We've seen yeah. that one maybe, before. Maybe the issue was that... Um, you know the the young bloke's getting in the twos, but he can't get in the ones. And they made him sub field one day, and yeah, yeah you know, fine leg, fine leg, leg, the fine leg. And then the next week he came in, he, he was listed at eight, and then didn't bowl, yeah. and yeah, had to field all day. So yeah, no, fair yeah, enough. He's got the grind up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another bit of interesting news from around the local cricket traps is the Emu Valley Cricket Association. That's the second comp in the Bendigo region. The Bendigo District's the turf comp, but Emu uh, Valley. Good name for a bush league. It's Very a hard good. wicket comp. They play on kangaroo ground and no, 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 no. no. They don't play at exotic places like that. No, they no. play at more exotic places like Emu Creek and yes. Axe Creek yeah, and Maya um, okay. Maya yeah, and yeah. Sedgwick. Ah, oh, Maya Maya. <laughs> good oh, spot. Oh, great spot. Um, all those types of venues. Um, they play nine two-day games in the season. No Sunday games. No one-day games. And they have a Tuesday night ten ten competition. Okay. They're getting a bit funky out in the Emu Valley. Very funky. Now you look forward to the day where they just have the one-one competition. <laughs> so you've got six balls. Do your best. All right. Well, I've got an interesting thing about um, shortened cricket and how it can be more like football, which I'll bring up a little bit later. Okay. Um, the Tuesday night ten ten competition where the, the incoming batsman standing at square leg. It just so it gets I've got a question. Does mm. the does the incoming batsman then double up as the square leg umpire? Well, he should. And if old mate just getting on with it and just mm. blocking balls and just yeah, chilling, yeah, just, yeah. just firing indoor just cricket style. Yeah, said, yeah, mate, you've done yeah, three in a row. Get out. <laughs> off. Yeah. 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 Um, so you'd like this book because you love sort of local cricket names and, yep. and locations. Absolutely. So Emu Creek. There's a tennis court and a sign at Emu Creek. 
uh, Sedgwick, there's a hall and um, a CFA shed, but yep. neither of those locations actually have cricket grounds. Okay. Yep, <laughs> so right. both of those clubs actually play at Strathfield Say, at ovals where you can throw a cricket ball so to one another. Strathfield Say. Yes. So that's... Um, that's Inge Valley Cricket for you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's just to let you know. If you've got uh, an interesting cricket league in your area that does something funky like that, just um, tweet us at, at Or hit up Mid-off the Facebook cricket. page. Yeah, hit up the, the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Midoff Cricket Podcast. Or check us out on SoundCloud and let us know. Or add us on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe left or no, right. 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 <laughs> you can tell who's the married man here. <laughs> Uh, oh, right. Well, that, that was a comprehensive one. I'm glad we've bulked up the local cricket content. I'm yeah, very happy with that. Yeah, it has been pretty crap. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll wear that. I'll wear yeah. that. But we've bulked it up. This is my segment. I'll wear that. <laughs> <laughs> we've, um, we've certainly delved into that in detail. Now, um, we move on now to our second segment Premier Cricket, Melbourne Premier Cricket. And um, there's been three games since we last spoke. And, um, you know, just a whole lot of. Um, Results there we, to, to get through. So we'll just to pick out a few of the highlights. Um, we see that uh, in round four, Ringwood bowled out for 88. There's uh, a, a week of soul searching down at the Ruckle, Russell Lucas. Um, Danny Long cleaned him up then, four for 89. Um, some other notable results there were um, Kingston Town had a win. Hey, our boys, our boys, our boys, the boys from um, Kingston Town. The Hawks. The Hawks, yeah. the mighty Hawks. Um, um, did a job on Footscray. Choo-choo. Edgewater. How about a Footscray girl? It's just quite like, yeah, like I know just we quietly. like our Kingston Hawthorne, yeah. but yeah. they're well, not. Yeah, the big questions the, will be asked the, the, at the Mervyn yeah, G. Hughes yeah. over. The yeah, biggest yeah. problem with Kingston, the biggest, Kingston, the biggest problem with Footscray is, mm. is they traded all their talent to um, Carlton. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. there's no Liam Jones. They gave him a like, couple of open yeah. bats from oh. Liam Jones and Jason Tutt. They wanted to start calling themselves the Western Cricket Club instead of just staying with Footscray. It's bad enough that they hyphenated. Yes, thanks, mate. Cheers. There we go. Um, other other good results were um, uh, Fitzroy Doncaster managed to beat Melbourne Uni and they secured the Doug Rumble. They the Doug the, Rumble? Yeah, they brought the Doug back. One of the most yeah. famous uh, names in silverware going around, Stanley Cup, That's Doug right. Rumble. Yes, yeah, so when I think fine silverware, I think um, the Stanley Cup, uh, the Davis Cup yeah. and the Doug Rumble. Yeah, it's yeah. the trifecta, the holy grail of yeah, um, silverware. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they're very, very happy at it, um, the Fitzroy Doncaster, that they got, they've got Doug back, mm. as they like to call it. Rightfully, where he belongs, yep. on the shelf. They've also got former South Australian first-class cricketer Trent Lawford, Trek. He's back at Fitzroy Doncaster this year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Beer, another former Test cricketer. Frosty. He, yeah, he's back from WA. He's playing at St Kilda. He's back there. Haven't they got a good team, St oh, Kilda? They do. They have a fine team. And Andrew McDonald is at Geelong. He's he's um had a great October. He's had two centuries so far. So um, it's been a four week period, a whole month of October with one day games. And now uh, Michael. So speaking of St Kilda and obviously, yeah, like you said, they've recruited Michael Beer and all that. Has it um, has there been any um, fight back on the recent Snapchats put out by Michael Beer in when he's away on holidays and oh, yeah. white powders and white things powders, like that? He hasn't yeah. fallen into that St Kilda trap that no. Carlisle <laughs> fell into. No, 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 no. No, he, he, hasn't, he, hasn't got, he, hasn't got, he hasn't got a bogan mate from Craigie Burn. He's dubbed him into a current affair. He's not that dumb. <laughs> oh, cheeky. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and um, the, the, um, the highlight of the uh, past uh, couple of weeks of Premier Cricket was yesterday, the Bush Bash, 
where Premier Cricket took to the road and went to such destinations as um, uh, the Queen Elizabeth Oval in Bendigo. There's an interesting story there. That was that game was played as a day-nighter, not on Saturday, but on Friday. It was Casey South Melbourne, bowled out for 181. St Kilda got the runs, two for 185. So, so that, that raises an interesting thing. What are the odds? Like this is this is they're taking advantage of. What are the odds that those twenty-two blokes will have an RDO from work so they can play yeah. on mm. Friday? Mm. That's pretty convenient. They've all, was, got, they've all got union jobs. Uh, <laughs> so one it, drop of rain that is yeah. going. Was it industrial, <laughs> industrial sector pub holiday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Given RDOs, I reckon they're very lucky because um, you'd be pretty annoyed if you had to take an annual leave day to go play a game of Premier Cricket when they could have played Saturday or Sunday. Mm. They're the standard non-working days. Yeah, right. yeah. Or the lives. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that other term yeah, the yeah. layman term yeah, yeah. weekend non-cricketing public yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah layman speak yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in other in other good news um, the Fitzroy Doncaster still rolling um, on the roll after getting the dug back they um, they beat Melbourne at Dunkeld smacked them yeah the, um, the Melbourne Uni did a job on Greenvale Kangaroos at the Swan Hill Showgrounds oh Swan Hill mm. um, there was um the game at um, Avery's Paddock, which is a lovely name for a cricket ground. I don't know. I think that's in Benalla. It might be in Wangaratta. Is there cow pats in like that square leg and stuff? <laughs> and they had to chase the um, goats off the yeah. field before they could start. You two are our like, <laughs> resident country people, so I'm a city slicker. So yeah. you're going to have to sort of point out on a map in relation to oh, where well, these sort of grounds well, are for me after yeah, the show. Yeah, okay. Um, there's another day-nighter actually at Kyabram. Um, so that was uh, Northcote getting the job done there on Dandenong. And I'm pretty sure there was a game at um, at uh, the the Peter Siddle Oval. Mm. Ooh, Morwell. Yeah. Okay. I read that um, it was going to happen there. But I there's, heard there's no mm. trees around that oval because Peter cut them all down. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, but, but he replanted them. A, I wanna, he replanted them because now he's a vegetarian. Yeah. So. But what did you replant them with? Banana trees. Banana, Banana trees. trees. <laughs> but they're not going quite as well because the climate of Coffs Harbour, where they grow a lot of bananas, is not quite the same as Morwell. <laughs> and that climbs. Yeah, and yeah. that big um, coal fire they had that got out, sort of killed all the ash cloud, killed the bananas. They're a funny tasting banana. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like, oh, it tastes yeah. like coal. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, um, but apparently. Yes. They, they, they are really good for lighting your fire with. They're like briquettes. <laughs> Peter Siddle branded briquettes, banana flavoured briquettes. You can eat them, we can start a fire with them. Versatile. Um, but um, there's been a week, there'll be a week of soul searching, I believe, out at our boys Kingston Town. Oh, no. Uh, they came up against the Monash Tigers, who made 5 for 2 2 6 compulsory closure, which is a lot of 50 overs uh, in, district, in Premier Cricket. Kingston Hawthorne Hawks in reply, 63 all out. Mm. Say that again. 63 all out. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so not good. <laughs> not ideal. No. Um, Essendon managed to defeat Geelong, which is impressive because... Um, Geelong were up and about. Yeah, Geelong were up and about. Apart from the 18 run over from yeah. the first week. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Ogle, our man. <laughs> our man, Corey, man, Corey Ogle. Ogle. Friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Heard he's been playing with Tip Maudsley in the yeah. Torquay yeah. Six. Well, it's, it's interesting that that game was actually at Hedges Oval, the home of Colts Feeling Cricket Club in Maryborough, mm. also the home club of uh, Tim, Tim Maudsley. Tip Madsley, yes, yeah. our man Tip. Maryborough's yeah. own. Maryborough's own former um, Campbell Magpies uh, player. So there you go, Hedges over. That's a, it's a good name for a cricket club, isn't it? Colts Feeling. Yeah. Club. Yeah, I have no idea what it means. No. no. 
No. And the football club that play there are called Royal Park, so there's no sort of connection there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no idea. Cool, yeah. And it's called Hedges Oval, so yeah, it's completely Is there hedges over. around the Oval? Or is it no, like it's, it, it's called Bushy barren. because it's sort of in the box ironbark oh. bush, mm. although it's really close into town. It's, it's a strange one. Yeah. yeah. So, um, good, it's a good, good surface, so good deck, obviously, up to um, Premier Cricket standards. So, yeah, that's our in-depth wrap-up of the uh, Premier Cricket from the last couple of weeks. That's, um, that's their, their block. They've done a Matador-style block there of mm. one-day games, about five one-day games in October. They move into their second phase now, and they've got a couple of um, two-day games to look forward to in Premier Cricket. Then they move into the third phase of their season T20. Just coming up to Christmas. Yeah, that's smart. Actually, mm. yeah, that's pretty good. You've got to play them in blocks. I think yeah. that's the future. You play, you play this group of this style of cricket for a block. Then the next one. Yeah. Interesting point that I wanted to raise. They start their T20 games at two thirty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Normally they start at eleven a.m. Um, is there the chance? Do you think now this could bring people back to Premier cricket? They play the twos at eleven a.m. Double so header. Double header. The twos at 11, normal start time, followed by the ones. A bit of, you know, foot, country footy style. You say... Reserves at 11, yeah. ones at seniors at 2.30. You say bring people back to Premier Cricket. Were people ever at Premier Cricket? <laughs> I thought you were going to say if people ever left. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That bloke and his dog are still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Walking across the oval, interrupting the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dog does not shit. Yeah, yeah. We're playing a game oh, here, oh, mate. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in the 14 blokes in white to give yeah. away. <laughs> Anyway, I just think, I don't know, maybe it does already happen, I'm not sure, but I think that's something Premier Cricket could look at. Yeah. Two, oh, curtain raiser to the ones. The oval still, and the pitch is only getting used for 80 overs. Yeah. It's not even a full day's play, they usually do 100. So, two games, yeah, yeah the blokes, they don't need to do warm up on the ground, they can warm up and do a yeah. lap, lap around oh. the grandstand or something. Yeah. Get on there. <laughs> Whatever they do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, actually, that reminds me of playing um, country footy um, this year, and the ground is quite, the ground's small, and then the car parking around is quite tight. So, we were warming up behind the sheds, and the opposition, who was a home team, were across the road in the churchyard, <laughs> warming, warming, up. Up. <laughs> warming up around the church. So, there you go. Well, that's something Premier Clubs can look at. Uh, yes. So next yeah. time you go... Divine intervention, yeah. we're going to be over the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get out there yeah. half an hour before and we'll be running around the church. Probably also help that Jesus at sent half back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he probably did. And now it's time for our, our, special, our first special segment. It's Alex's groundskeeping corner. As Alex is not with us, uh, we'll just crap on for the usual 15 minutes that he fills up with his junk. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, what's, what have you thought, um, Nuts, lately about groundskeeping? Um, it's good if the grass is short. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. I concur. I couldn't agree more. Oh, hang on. That's, it sounds like a phone ring. Yeah, there's is a that, phone vibrating oh, hang on, there. Hang on. Oh, private number. Oh, yeah. Should we take it? Yeah, we'll take we'll it. We'll take it. Hello? Who's online, please? Hello? Oh, hello. Hi. Who's this? You're at the Mid-Off Cricket no, Podcast. Oh, good. Who, who is this, sorry? Oh, this is Alex. Oh, Alex. Oh, Alex, how are you? Alex, how did you get this number? Hey, I already gave you a number. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, you were suspended. Um, are you doing the podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, we are. You're our first caller. <laughs> oh, well, have you talked about that uh, Alex Spinner that's not 10 years old? Yes, yes, yes we did, we did mm, mention oh. that. We said how he was much better than you. Oh, oh. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always success. 
Once he starts dropping that front elbow and then everything oh. just goes half track and then off to the fence. Don't, exactly. Don't, it's always about the front arm ball, you know that. Yeah. Alex, haters gonna hate, mate. That's mm. all I have to say. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are you, why, why aren't you with us in the Alex Doolan studios today, mate? What's the story? Well, you guys banned me, so I oh. got myself on sabbatical uh, to tour a local cricket of uh, South West WA. Oh, right. Another junket. Another junket. Yes. On the. Yes, no, on the... your expensive. Yeah, right. Uh, well, uh, make sure yeah. you send in that receipt so I can throw it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> We're here drinking oh, bloody tap water and eating crisps while you're over there living it up at the Blood Little Creatures uh, Brewery. Yes, yes, I am. I'm on top of a hill at a brewery overlooking a beautiful vista at the moment. It's fantastic. But yesterday I did um, jump into um, see a game between Collingwood Park and the Albany Royals. I wanted to see my man Harry the long-handled broom hole. It's one thing I hate more than life itself. It's standing water. <laughs> Why do you hate life? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's more than cricket, sorry. So I drove up and um, had to do uh, a bit of a groundskeeping corner. The turf was immaculate. Mm-hmm. Cut short. Cut short, which is the key. Mm. Uh, no checkerboard patterns, which will be asked oh. about this week uh, yeah. on our Facebook page. Yep. Uh, just all the checkerboard patterns and how you actually do them uh, yep. as a groundskeeper. It's... Mm. I was going to say, that sounds like cartels sort of collusion almost. So instead of... It is, ins- it is. You wouldn't have thought that of the ECB, I know, no, but no. they're, they're, they're just... Mm. It's that's, more, the ECB, I think. that's more the BCCI, Sorry? Alex. Mm, yes, that's more cartel. Allegedly. Allegedly, well, allegedly the, the BCCI. Well, that is Cricket Australia and the BCCI. Yeah, they'll shut this really, podcast really down if they get wind of this. Mm. Um, I oh, yeah, exactly. I was. Uh, going away because I said that? Or? Uh, well, look, we'll check with SoundCloud, mate. Okay, I can't promise <laughs> oh, anything. Yeah, I might have to edit this as I do every week. We're not. We're not going to air because you rang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, but the sabbatical was going good. I might take you to uh, Denmark. Uh, later today, see if there's something going on there. It's a long way from Perth, uh, mate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I was uh, going to yeah, say. I'll keep you guys informed. All right. I, don't bother. I did have one thing for you, um, Alex. I was going yeah. to. I went to drop in to watch some local cricket yesterday. Um, uh-huh. And um, I got there a fraction late. Uh, 20 past five was all over. And I saw the groundsman out on the ground on his roller rolling the pitch. I just thought that's, that was something that would warm the coppers oh. of your heart. Mm. 
That's warm. It has warmed the coffers of my heart. Uh, that's, that guy's obviously been through the uh, couple of weeks course that I've gone through and learned mm. the uh, basics of their groundskeeping. It's to get out there immediately. Mm. It's to put the roller on uh, Mark 5 and fly out there as fast as you can. Yep. And give it a good roll. Did he have the barrow full of uh, cricket clay load? He had a barrow, and it looked like he had a very long-handled instrument hanging out of it, which I thought might have been a panner. Yes, a panner or an elephant foot. He might have had the elephant foot. Where well, was it? Stop. I was about 100 metres away, but I'm pretty sure it was a panner. Mm. Oh, OK, fair yeah. enough. OK. Yeah. Now, where were you watching? Oh, this was this was in Castlemaine. This was in the, the oh, fine yeah, town yeah, of Castlemaine. Yeah, panners are pretty big in Castlemaine. It's a yeah. district area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's been really shit, so thanks for that, mate. Um, good luck with the... No worries, so, yeah. so, so talk um, next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, see you then. Yep. Good luck with... Yeah, my... I'm back in. I'm back in after... That, might get, that might get your suspension extended. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, mate. It's pretty ordinary. Mm-hmm. All right, mate. Piss off, off now. pretty good, guys. Okay, all, all right. right. Thanks, off. Alex. Uh, see ya. See ya. See ya. All right, well, that was another riveting groundskeeping <coughs> corner. Jeez, I'm glad we answered that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've learnt now that yeah. once the phone rings, we just well, even yeah. just, can yeah. we leave mobiles off the hook? Yeah, I think I think we should turn off all our phones yeah. before we record yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we can move on. Thank goodness, we can move on now to state cricket and over to to Michael with a, a wrap up of the scores of the Matador Cup. It is Matador Cup final day today. We've had two weeks of um, blockbuster games, so Michael's going to run us through what's been happening. All right. Yeah. So basically, what I've done, I've got us a bit of a summary of each game since our last podcast. So um, yep. just give you a few highlights and who bowled, who batted, who did anything interesting and we'll probably nickname a few blokes as we go through. Sounds good. Sounds like fun. Sounds good. Yep. So since uh, since our last podcast, we've had the first game after that was on Monday the 12th of October. It was the Vicks and WA. So the Vicks who we all chose to um, take the trophy home before the Bangers um, test was test series was cancelled. Then the squads all changed. Then the yep. squads all changed. Changed. All right. So the Vicks won the toss. They said we'll have a bat. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, highlights were big DC Dan Christian making made sixty. Max old Max Maximus Glenny mm-hmm. Maxwell made fifty one. Highlights with the ball for the WA boys were Mitch Marsh got a couple and so did Ashton Agar. Um, WA went in and had a bat. They were out, all out, for 189 chasing, which means they lost by 36 runs. The highlights for them with the bat was uh, test hopeful Bancroft got himself 64 off 100 balls. Mm. And uh, Agar got himself in the runs as well with 30-odd. The Vicks shared the wickets haste with Hastings, Johnny Holland and Circus Maximus all getting three wickets each. Then we moved on. This, this week we actually had a double header on this day, so we had New South Wales and Tassie as well. Tassie had a bat first. Uh, sorry, yeah, Tassie batted first up. New South Wales set them, sent them in. Uh, Tassie made two seventeen. Highlights being uh, young DP. So oh, he, yeah. he, he just he, his nickname D- writes itself. D- so DP he, Michael. <laughs> old DP Michael. His nickname writes itself. <laughs> so we'll just let you boys out there in uh, podcast land put two and two together. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, so he got a 50, uh, James Faulkner, so Mr. Uh, .05, James yes. Faulkner got a 50 as well. That's interesting with uh, Ross Newton, Wayne Faulkner there, because mm. he's been batting five, which he should, mm. because he's, he wants to probably bat seven for the Australian team, so he should mm. be batting five for Tassie, I think, in all formats, 
but other than that half century, he stunk it up. Yeah, he was horrible. So it's good to see him get, yeah. get a 50 there. And the uh, Right Honourable Governor of Van Diemen's Land, the, uh, Honourable, the Honourable George Bailey, got 48 as well. Oh, okay, the Governor. Hi- yeah, highlight with the ball was um, big left arm quick from New South Wales, Mitch Stark took oh. 5 for 39. Yep, you might have heard of him. Yeah, you may have heard of him, he goes all right. Yep. Uh, then the um, the heavens opened up. So the heavens opened up, We've got old Duckworth Lewis gave... Um, New South Wales, a revised target of 193. They chased it two down in 38 overs. Highlight was uh, the man who looks like a Premiership Cup because he's got the biggest Port Melbourne Piers going around, Nick Madison. <laughs> got, a, got a run of ball, 118. Yep. Um, and talk about myself. Ah, it'll be my pleasure. Ed Cowan got 47. <laughs> um, the man who good to see Nick Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see Nick Madison in the runs there, playing a responsible yeah. innings too and not throwing it away. He's got all the talent in the world, just yeah. needs to put the bulk runs together. If we rewind back to podcast number one, I'm yeah. pretty sure that I made the statement that Nick uh, Madison was a good player and he yes. was going to have a big middle oh, cup. He's definitely got the well, talent yeah. and I said he just needed yes. to put the runs together and I've yeah. just said the same thing. Yeah, again. yeah. and then... Uh, so yeah, as I said, New South Wales chased the two down, and the man who took the two wickets was Professor Xavier himself, Xavier Doldy. <laughs> so New South, as we know, as I said, so he's... New South Wales obviously they have a a weakness against straight spin. Yes, non-breaks, 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 straight breaks. Mm. Doorknobs yeah. yeah. don't actually open the door yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, so New South Wales took that one home, one by eight wickets. So then we moved on to the uh, middle of the week on the fourteenth. We had SA up against Tassie, so Tassie had a couple of games in a couple of days here at the Blacktown. Tough schedule. Yes, at the Blacktown International Sports Precinct. Why it's international? No one knows. No one knows. I think the population of Blacktown is fairly international, international, but I'm not sure there's anything international about that. Alrighty, so the Taswegians won the toss and said they'll have a bat. They um, were four for two two thirty four at the close of uh, their fifty overs. Um, Tim Payne, the man who, the man who should Daniel Chick one of his fingers off because it's no good. Uh, <laughs> Make he, it hard to catch. Yeah, nah, <laughs> he can't catch you anyway, so I won't matter. Couldn't catch a cold. Yeah. Ah. So uh, he got himself a ton, so good work there. And um, favourite of the podcast here, Ben Slam Dunk, got himself 67. <laughs> one of the other keepers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not one of the South Australian blokes took more than one wicket, so bugger them, they're not getting a shout out. Um, it looked to be not like the Tassie guys looked to not really have enough, you know. Two thirty-four, um, really. You'd think that the South Australians should be able to chase that down. And how wrong we were. So South Australia got all bowled out for one hundred and forty-one. The highlight being uh, Travis Head, the captain, got himself a thirty-eight, and friend of the show Tim Ludeman got twenty-one. Um, so the one who's probably the most surprising of all is the old man. This is the time where Evan Golbus, the man mm. who in the previous game. Had uh, gone for about seven and over, bounced back to take four for 12. And the Taswegians got home by 93 runs. So we move on to WA. Now, this this game got a lot of um, airplay because of old Smarshy's action in this one. So WA took on the Caxi at North Sydney Oval, which we all know is um, glorified postage stamp. So WA won the toss and at bat. Uh, they, they put 347 on the board, five down. It's a lot. That is a lot. Smash got himself 186, which effectively is half his runs for the entire tournament Jeez. in one bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Favourite of the show, Maxi Clean got himself 64, and Bancroft got a 48. The um, highlight for the Caxi was young lad Liam Hatcher, so Terry Hatcher's son, <laughs> got himself 3 for 76. Uh, Caxi were all out for 100. Um, no... 
Oh, there was a young fella, Marcus Harris, got 44. Apart from him, no one actually troubled. Marcus Harris, when WA won the Matador Cup last year, yeah. he um, he made a big score okay. for them opening the batting. Now he's playing against them. So he wasn't even in their squad after that? No, well, he, I think he was in the initial squad. Then when all the ah, Bangi, yeah, Bangladesh yeah, yeah, test yeah, players yeah, came yeah. back, he got dropped. So he's done yeah. all right for the Caxi, which is not surprising because he's yeah. played... Played a couple of seasons in first class. Yeah. And yeah. List A, cricket. cricket. Yeah, List mm. A, very important, List yeah. A. Uh, WA blokes, Andrew Ty got four and Ashton Ager got three. So as you can tell so far, Ager took a few wickets early and kind of disappeared. Yeah. But the WA came home and won by a massive 246 mm. runs. Mm. Um, yeah, so next up we had the Vicks take on South Australia. This was a bit of a... This was a very interesting game. A few people out there will remember it. Um, so SA won the toss and had a bat. They were all out for 198, which most people would have thought with the Vicks batting lineup was yep. easily chaseable. Um, the highlights for the South Australians was Sob, son of Buff, Jake Lehman, got yep. himself a 58. And Callum, remember, he used to play for Australia, Ferguson, <laughs> got 39. 2007, was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, no, highlight, nine, 2009. Yeah, yes. Highlight with the ball was uh, Marcus Stoinis got himself four for. The Stoin The Stoin cloth. Yeah. I think that's his nickname, not yeah. loin cloth, not but Stoin cloth. Yes. And uh, old Dutchy John Holland got himself a couple. The Vicks were all out for 181. So they couldn't mm. even chase 200 runs, which yep. is disappointing. Highlight being the Duke, big John mm. Wayne Hastings made 43. <laughs> Um, for the ball was the man who looks like he's been plucked out of a crowd-funded vegan cafe, Kane Richardson. Got three for 23. If if there's not a bigger hipster playing state cricket. List A. List A cricket. Yeah, the, the, I'll, I'll go yeah. jump. He, he's, he's, he's crowd-funded. Oh, yes, yes. He's been plucked out of an <laughs> organic cafe. Fair trade. Fair organic. trade, yeah. yeah. So, With the uh, coffee beans hand-picked by non-union labour, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So SA won that one by 17 runs. Uh, Chris Cairns wasn't involved in that game. Uh, the, the, the word is there was a rather large dark-haired man lurking <laughs> around the change rooms, but it's all allegedly. 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 Yeah. Mm. Especially with the firepower. But from memory, this is one of the games that made Darren Lehman say, geez, Glenn Maxwell, you're mm. a dickhead. Yes. He, he put a more PC in the paper, but that yes. was essentially it. Yep. Yep. Uh, next up, we had New South Wales who took on Queensland from... As most people know, Queens have really struggled this tournament, yes, they and did. that didn't change. So. <laughs> one of, one of um, uh, Queensland big issues, I see Steve Smith got a ton there in that yeah. game out at Dremoyne Oval, and mm. Moises a half century. Ben Cutting took wickets, mm. which was good, but then um, Queensland couldn't uh, couldn't get near it. I watched that. Joe Burns was the only one who made any runs, and one of Queensland's problems is they've got um, they've got. Um, uh, Ben Cutting. Ben Cutting, yes. Yeah, so they've got Ben Cutting batting at number six. Now, he's a fine hitter, but his spot is probably number eight or a floater. You know, come in, 10 overs to go, we want some quick runs. Okay, Cutting, you come in at five. Yeah. But he can't, he's not a number six batsman's asshole. Yeah. You know what I've noticed in the whole Matador Cup, though? Mm. There's not a lot of teams pick their full complement of batsmen. No. The, um, the New South Wales versus Victorian game that we just spoke about. Mm. Uh, have we spoken about that game yet? Uh, no, it's coming up. Coming, coming up. up. Yeah. yeah. So we, they picked Ed Cowan and Madison as their only specialist bats. Yes. And then they had, because Steve Smith wasn't playing. Yep. So they had Watson, who I guess is still classes an all round. Yeah, he has an all rounders from, from yeah. Yeah, on in. But uh, Moises Enriquez is probably good enough to bat four in. Um, yeah. yeah. And he hasn't bowled a lot but either. Purely yeah. as specialist bats, and there was yeah. two of them. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, just a weird setup. Yeah, I agree. Lots of teams. Um, 
state teams in list A and first class now, they'll go five batsmen, keeper at six, five bowlers. Yeah. And that number seven, like um, today, uh, Adam Zanton, batting seven yeah. for South Australia. Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't seem to... If they don't have an all-rounder at seven, they don't worry. They just play five bowlers. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, going back a little bit to another game at Dremoyne Oval last Saturday, Taz versus WA. Don Michael got a century there. That was a, a fine effort. Oh, DP at it again. Yeah, DP going well. Mm. Um, and WA couldn't get it. That was on last Saturday night. And yeah. there was an interesting decision by Gem Channel. Um, they showed the Tassie innings, 2.30 to 6 or 2.30 to 5.30, something like that. WA innings about to start, and they put what was a big mummer's house on. Oh, or yeah, something, flash something, dance or flash something dance like that. Or yeah. Wizard of Eyes or something. Yeah. Rerun of Friends or something. <laughs> yeah. Something mm. in Victoria, anyway. I think that game might have gone into Tassie and WA, but this is a sort of bullshit. Half fast approach. Half fast mm. approach. You've got four channels that are all showing crap old movies. Why not some cricket? Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, and if Cricket Australia are paying them to put it on, put the game on. Yeah, that's right. And if they didn't want it to be a day nighter, why well, wasn't just a day game? Yeah, you know, it just—it's frustrating. It's stupid. It was worse last year. It's been better this year. I think this is the only game. This is one, I, I think saw. this might be the only, only one, one where they, they cut it. But if they don't want Saturday night cricket, make it a day game. Um, and then we moved on to New South Wales versus Victoria uh, last Sunday, and the Vicks got the job there. Only made two forty-four. Bob Corning, Patrick Carnesis. Patrick Carnesis got in. Yeah. Mm. Mitch Stark, don't know, have you, you might have heard of that bloke. He took mm. four for 58. And um, the Vicks won somehow. It was um, pretty amazing. I was mm. following it and then I flicked on the TV and they were nine for and then mm. 25 runs. Steve Duke did yeah. a bit of damage there mm. as well. He's had a real strong comeback. He, um, yeah, he has. He's had a good Matador Cup. He's had a very good Cup. Ever since he got, he managed to sneak in over in England. He's been playing good cricket over yeah. there. He bowled really well in that yeah. game. Yep. A uh, few games to go. There's Queensland versus the Caxi. They rounded out their um, tournament by almost getting a victory. Nathan Reardon got a ton there, which he's had a fine tournament yep. for a, a veteran of the Queensland team. And um, Hilton Hank Cartwright, he got 99 <laughs> and um, was running up by his Run partner, yeah. bad call, and then slipped over. Mm. Run out for 99 off 96. And Seb Gotch, a name to watch. He's a aspiring first-class cricketer from Victoria. He would be a... We keep a batsman. Exactly. Ding. We need a little, need a little ting every time the sporting first class cricket is a wicket keeper batsman. Because there's, there's hundreds of them. Ever the since Adam, of the Gloveman. Yeah. Since Adam Gilchrist came on the scene, yeah. they've just been everywhere. Mm. But um, Steckity, good to see him back. Yeah. I haven't heard enough about Steckity and Feckity this nah, time. His old mate Feckity, yeah. Yeah, Feckity's been quite. Steckity's been solid. Mm. Queensland won that one. Uh, the Vicks then the next day rolled out against Tassie and needed to win. And... Um, Stoinis, the Stoincloth, had been dropped for Sunday, came back on the Tuesday because Circus Maximus was dropped. Yeah, because he missed a recovery session. Yes, he missed a recovery and session. And his excuse was... Mm-hmm. I'm a dumbass. He thought he was exempt because he had... Because um, he's a Cricket Australia contract player. Oh. They had a thing... That, oh, had a Red Bull thing. Yeah, oh, no. so they had a sponsors thing on them in that afternoon. So he oh, thought okay. he had that morning off oh, to, right. to go to the recovery yeah. session in Victoria. So he needs, like, you know... A personal, manager, personal organisation yeah, skills. Just to say, so hey, you've actually he, got to go. He needs oh, to go so to that he, workshop on managing your time. One hundred and one. Yeah. 101, yeah. <laughs> so, so he doesn't have like a mo- mobile phone. <laughs> he can like text, text David Saker and go, yeah. "Hey, say, hey, do I have to come yeah, to this or, mandatory or, yeah, recovery yeah. session?" Or before you leave the game the night before, say, yeah. uh, "David, uh, am I due to this recovery session?" Yes, you are. See you in the morning. No worries. See you at six and walk through the water at Bondi. Great. Your shirt halfway up your guts and just wearing like shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff. It's very important. 
really, really useful. Enough have the quinoa fruit salad for breakfast. Yeah, that's right. And because he did a, a truckload in that previous game, he didn't bowl and he played a stupid shot, yeah. which is basically what he's done all Matador Cup. Yeah, yeah. he's been. Yeah. He's been. For a boy who really should have come in, and this is his chance to really go bang, this is who I am, he's been deplorable. He was also dropped by Yorkshire by Jason yes. Gillespie um, within Un- the last 12 mm. months of unproductional conduct, yes. is how Jason Gillespie said yes. it. That and he did not want to speak further about it. Mm. He just said, no, it's yep. been, he's been dropped, yep. that's the end of it. So yep. not sure what went on there, but no. twice in, two, uh, in 12 months is not, is not a good no, idea. It's not good. Um, yeah, but the, the Vicks got the job done there because they made 320, and... Um, they did it via Duckworth. There was a bit of rain around. James Patterson got three wickets and um, John Holland two. Um, Tassie didn't get close, 90 runs short. Last game for the Cacs, he was against South Australia. And uh, hanging with Mr Cooper, Tom Cooper, got 83 there. <laughs> and a uh, fine 30 um, to Tim. No, it's a 50. Oh, 50. 50 to... Um, no, that's my horrible writing. Yeah. Um, friend of the show. Friend, friend of, the of the show. show. Friend of the show. Very big friend of the show. My, Tim Ludeman, he got 50. Um, and the Caxi, well, they got rolled for 168, but Hank Cartwright did get 66. Mm-hmm. And oh, Hanky, the, Hanky Cartwright got it done. It was mm. the, the first time, and I think you might see a lot of this to come with South yeah. Australia, they spun their web. Yes. They got the two spinners mm-hmm. in there, Zampa the leg spinner, Andrews the left-arm orthodox, four wickets apiece. Um, that was on Duckworth Lewis Yeah, that was well. Duckworth Lewis as well. Um, so probably the highlight of the Caxi was a young fellow... Which this is my favourite really bad nickname I've given everyone in my book. His name's Mitchell. What do you do with a broom? You sweep son. <laughs> His name's Mitchell Sweep Son. And um, and he got two for forty three. Can, can we have Gin back? <laughs> yeah. well, edit that bit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the last qualifying game was um, WA versus Queensland. Once again a modest target, two forty. Voges made eighty one. And Billy Stanlake took four for 37. Uh, Queensland were chasing that, couldn't do a job. Third degree Burns got a half century along with Nathan Reardon. Nice one, Michael. Yes, nice one. Uh, Mitch Johnson got a... Well, Adam Voges took three for us. That's a real man of the match style effort there, 81 and three for But um, Mitch Who bowled, Johnson... Who's bowling Adam Voges' butt? Yeah. Well, he's the captain. Like, so he's, oh, that's yeah. fair enough then. And uh, Mitchell <laughs> Johnson took a five for... His last week it was an interesting one. Yes. Was um, Billy Stanlake the number eleven? He, uh, I've seen this footage. It's interesting. Yeah. It's one. It was sort of a straight ball, sort of angling in middle, middle and leg, and he decided, oh, I'll just um, shoulder arms to that one, Alex Mann style, and yeah. clunk. The word, the word going around is that he has an Apple Watch, Billy Stanlake, and when he was there going out to bat, he got a text message from his missus saying his parents went home, and he just went out, <laughs> shouldered arms. Under the, bat under the arm. See you later, gents. And he got on his uh, and, he, and he got on his treadley because he's fifteen years old. On his Melbourne and he, star. And, he, and, he, uh, and off he went. Just like, looking back over these scores. Yes. At the start, in yes. the first few yes. weeks, yes. it was a run feast. Yes. And now it's just wicked after it's wicked. It's dried up Is it because they like... don't actually do anything with the pitches once they've done it? They're, like, that, that's the pitch. They're really like interesting one, and I think if you go through and have a look through it all. Is Dremoy. Ah, uh, yes. You bat first on yes. that thing. Yep. It's like money for old rope. Okay. You get runs like it's going out of fashion, but it's really, really hard to chase on. I reckon if you went through and had a look, and no one's actually chased yeah. a score at Dremoy. We'll have to the, get our statistics. The, um, yes, we'll get the stats guru onto yeah. that one, give him some homework. You're right, though. I noticed a lot in the second and third week, teams couldn't chase. I mean, yeah. Blacktown was hard to chase at, yeah. and Dremoy as well. 
Uh, it didn't, they were putting up middling scores, say 250, yeah. 240, and teams no, couldn't make it. 220, 200, yeah. 190, all out. And that was the same with the elimination final mm. on Friday. South Australia 7 for 250. They were in a big hole there at one stage. And yeah. Alex, never trust, uh, Alex Ross. Yeah, yeah, never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> he made 97. His mm. second match-winning innings of the tournament. Um, He's been good too, Alex yeah, Ross. He has. He's yeah, probably been the only... Real lower order batsman. Who's, yes, it's funny. I've probably told you that before the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't bring that up, though. <laughs> oh, look, so pre-show. Oh, yeah, pre-show talk. chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's that's in the trust tree. That's, 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 that's how we get this comedy oh, yeah. gold oh, going. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> By talking pre-show. That's where we steal yes. each other's nuggets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, uh, and the Vicks now couldn't do it. But they dug themselves in a hole by scoring slowly. Um, yes. Stoin cloth fifty-six off one hundred and two. And the interesting thing was there that Cam White was dropped. Yes. And probably with all these experience, he might have been able to help him out. Mm. The thing that really hurt too is Stoinis didn't get off the mark for about uh, 20 balls or 22 uh, right. balls or something. So he effectively eight. ate up four overs to get off yeah. the mark. And um, then the, um, the later batsman couldn't accelerate quick enough. And it's interesting with Cam White. He, last year he got dropped from the Vic Shield team late in the season and didn't play in the Shield final that they won against WA down at Bell Reeve. Um, sorry, uh, Boot Arena. Mm. And then a few weeks later, he got cut by the Melbourne Stars and not wasn't wanted by them. And he's signed up for the Renegades now. And now he's been the man of the tournament the last two Matador Cups, the yeah. two previous tournament-style mm. um, competitions. Yeah. And now he's been dropped by Victoria. He has had a stinker, admittedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. could never seem to get going. No. And the final today... Yes. Is on and um, South Australia batted first. They got off to a pretty rocky start, but um, Cal Ferguson batting at three and Tom Cooper yep. at four. Well, Steady about 150. Yeah, think, Cooper got stage. a century before yep. spooning one straight to Steve Smith. Um, they fell away a bit there and they were all out in 46.3 overs for yeah, only yeah. 221. Must bet your overs. Um, and Mitch Stark took three for and Hazelwood took three all for. All bold, Mitch Stark. Really? All, yeah, all uh, right. Were okay. Bold. And um, now New South Wales are, are batting currently, and it's all over. Yeah. Um, Cowan got 88, Smith got 84, and they knocked off that one for 223 off 29.5 overs. So that's a fair flogging. Do you want to talk about the man of the match decision? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so these blokes here, like the, yep. they're making 80s and just smashing it. Yep. And old man Mitch Stark got man of the match for his three for 28, but his last two wickets were like 10 and 11. Yeah. Uh, just full of yeah. the whole yeah. Yeah, I so. would have thought. Um, no, but the century, even though you lost True, centuries, yeah. were, there's no fifers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Cowan's a bit stiff, but yeah, yeah 88 off 70. He's batted really well. He's very yeah. attacking now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's sort of disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 it's century, you know, 100 balls yeah. faced. Oh, yeah. If but, um, he faced 100 balls, he's probably on 100. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, just we'll just I can quickly just run through. So, um, speed of Mitch Stark. So this, the three wickets today took his total for the tournament to 26, which breaks. The old um, record, which was held by Stickers, Shane Harwood. Stickers Harwood. So yeah, he's Stickers now got the most yeah. um, wickets in a list domestic, a, domestic, list a domestic list a, one day competition. competition oh, at 26. Stickers yep. had 24, I believe. Uh, yeah, so they were even oh, going. Seven, they were, they they were, Stark had 23 going into this match, so Stickers was ahead and yep. then he blew yep. past him. Yep. But um, and in terms of leading run scorers, um, Steve Smith got himself to about. Uh, I've got it written down already. Adding on his runs today. He's gone to about 430, so that, that's, that's him massive. leading for the tournament. Yep. Um, the next uh, next best was Sean Marsh on 390, oh, yeah. um, and Nick Maddinson come in at about 370 as well. Mm. So um, 
not surprisingly, the Blakes leading the way in the top of the table is the New South Welshman. They win the, yeah. won the title. The interesting one is the two blokes who came second in the wickets behind Stark mm. were Victorians. Yes. Where uh, John Dutchy or Duck Holland yep. and um, the big dumb quick James Pattinson. <laughs> An interesting thing as well about that is John Holland as a you know pretty average uh, finger spinner yes. at a lower average per wicket than Jack Patton. So no, big no. dumb quick James yeah. Patton. Yeah. yeah. And Stark's average was about nine. Yes. Sorry, big yes. dumb quick James yeah. And Stark's average was about nine, which is mm. pretty good for a bloke of his speed on those small grounds. Yes. I agree. Um, that was a comprehensive wrap-up there yeah, of the Matador Cup. Mick. It's been a good tournament. I've enjoyed it immensely. It's good that it's been on TV. Um, gets a bit of negative press. People say people aren't interested, but there's a decent crowd at North Sydney Oval today, probably mainly because New South Wales are in the final. Yeah, yeah. handy. But it was good to see. It's a, I think uh, the crowds get hurt by, like, you know, because Bankstown Oval's yeah. out where GWS are around that area, and you can see yeah. just from them playing. No the only sport that gets any crowds out that way is soccer. the Wanderers, which is yeah, soccer, which with that true. international feel. Yep. Of the um, area. area, that's yep. the sport they're interested in, and every other sport um, fails. So the fact that there's only been three blokes and two dogs yep. at all the games mm-hmm. at Bankstown really shouldn't uh, surprise Blacktown. anyone. Blacktown, 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 sorry. Blacktown. Bankstown's um, Steve Wore Oval, I think. Yeah. Stephen Mark Wore Oval. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's Blacktown shouldn't surprise mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah. Um, yes, we'll have a look now at the, um, the Futures League. Uh, this is the second 11 competition with a different name it's generally under 23 year old players and it's all the state sides all six of them plus the act uh the first round this year it's been bulked up so the last year the last few years i've only played four games but this year they're bulking up they're playing six games which is good to see i think it's important that all those blokes who've got rookie contracts at the various states are getting some hard cricket into them not just grade cricket so um we had a look uh, during the week at what happened there, and the first game was WA versus Victoria at the Wacker. It was an absolute run fest over at the Wacker. Um, Jay Corder for WA made 182, opening the batting. John O'Wells, formerly at Tasmania, as you'd know, yeah. he's come across to WA without a contract, just hoping to um, get a few runs. Is, and is he a weak keeper batsman? Uh, no, he's just a batsman, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. That's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. He probably owns clubs, though. Well, yeah, yeah. Probably, he was in know, Tassie, so. Yeah, he's done throwdowns, apparently. Yeah. Maybe that's why Tassie let him go, because he wasn't a weak keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Tasmania only have the five on the yeah. list, so that's fair enough. Uh, in reply for the Vicks, um, T. Dean, he did well. He got 217 at the Sunfest. And then the WA replied with some more runs. Big Tommy Beaton, skipper of the Futures ah, League. He got 106. Tommy. Some other no- names of note playing for Victoria were um, uh, Dave Hussey. He's the playing coach. He of got, the, did he get 100 as well? Or he got no, 70 he, he, or something? I think he might have got some runs. What did he get? I've never uh, seen that. He got a 70 not out off yeah. um, 42 balls. Yeah, three fours and six sixes. Yeah, so he still got it. Yeah. Still got it. Um, good to see though, a bit of Futures League action. Uh, no no real standouts for the wicket taking. It's interesting that you like like the Victorians have gone down that path with David Hussey as mm. the experienced guy, you know, playing coach in the in there. Yeah. Where like we spoke about on the previous show. So state at state level one state can come up with that, but Cricket Australia yes. their combined yeah. knowledge can't yes. put a couple of old blokes yep. in the in the taxi, taxi mm. which mm. they did do with the PM's eleven, the, uh, yes. and the Caxi who are playing today, which yes. is a separate Caxi, and the Caxi, the Caxi two point oh. Yes. Um, the other game that was played was um, Queensland uh, and Tasmania. 
at a famous um, cricket venue, Harrop Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jordan Silk's back. He's playing for Tassie. And uh, Ben Hilfenhaus back playing for Tassie. Good to see them. And hopefully they'll be ready for the Shield season. And another name to note, Ben McDermott, son of Craig. His nickname is Boa, brother of Alistair. <laughs> he made runs. Guess what his um, playing role is? Uh, keeper batsman. Off spinner. No, we could keep a batsman. Oh, oh, yes, he made he made 69. Um, and it's interesting to note there that our man, Manus Labashagni. Oh, the flying lasagna. lasagna. The flying lasagna. He took a wicket. He hey. got the number 10 oh, out, oh, or 11 out. Uh, yes, I don't know what he bowls, but he 1.4 out is 1 for 3. I'd say it's pretty poo. Yep. Yeah, so it looks like he's um, just been throwing the pill. And, yeah. yeah. See and what happens. In, in reply, uh, Queensland made some runs and Labashagni got a half century so you know oh, he's, looking too good. he's back he's back oh, the flying lasagna yep. he's looking good did he bowl in the second inning the uh, flying lasagna mm, no I don't think he did yeah. oh he did he did and he took two wickets oh, yeah. oh actually not too bad or he's taken 9.2 overs 2 for 21 look out Gee, they, they're mm. captain their captain's all over it <laughs> yeah. so Tasmania on their list and on their rookie list they have Tim Payne wicketkeeper Ben Dunk wicketkeeper they have Jake Doran, a 19-year-old from New South Wales, wicketkeeper. They've got Ben McDermott in from Queensland, yep. wicketkeeper. And they've got little Tommy Triffitt, who had a sojourn over to WA that didn't go so well and came back. Tom Thumb. Um, yeah, <laughs> wicketkeeper as well. Yeah. yeah. So they've only got the five on their list. I'm not sure how have they're they going to go. Have they got enough? Yeah. Um, it's like AFL clubs, you know, they have four ruckmen. Is yeah. that enough? Yeah. Do I spy a, uh, a favourite of the Mid-Off Cricket podcast name there in El Butterworth? Yes, Luke Butterworth. Didn't get too many. No, he's captain of that team. I think, I'm not sure if he's doing a Dave Hussey. He's about his early 30s now. Yeah, he's okay. doing a, a Dussey and um, being captain coach of that mob, but I'm not 100% sure. In the last game, uh, South Australia versus New South Wales at another famous cricket ground, Railway Oval. South Australia were putrid. Bowled oh. for 150. Um, uh, Dougie Bollinger was playing for New South Wales. Got the a, a few, Doug the Rogue. Yeah, got a few, got a few wickets there. Uh, New South Wales, yeah, got some runs. Ben Rohr made 76. Good to see him back in the runs. Um, they made 340, nothing special. But then South Australia stunk it up again, 157. So easy win for for New South Wales. I spy a, uh, a Nilsson here with mm. the wicketkeeper's yes. cross next to his name. Is, is it the son of, of Tim Nielsen, former ah. South Australian keeper, former Australian coach? coach. Yeah, yes. okay. Uh, Henry Nielsen, I think it is. one to keep mm. it on. Not Leslie. No. 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 But it's his nickname, though. Leslie. <laughs> yeah. Leslie is his nickname. <laughs> All right. So the Futures League, a good competition, one to watch. Lots of um, exciting names coming through there. Um couple of other bits of state cricket news floating around. There's the Cricket Victoria finally um, got their um, shit sorted and the junction over redevelopment's going to occur, so that's good news for first-class cricket in Victoria. St Kilda Football Club, as soon as it was announced, instantly wanted back into Moorabbin and the junction yes. straight away. Just so yes, yeah, we're coming back. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because they hate having to drive all the way yeah. down to Seaford and they Seaford. can't get lattes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah. Chai, chai latte. Yeah, no chai down there. First world problems. In hindsight, but considering some of the goings-on that happened around the St Kilda nightlife, <laughs> they might be better off in Seaford now. Carlisle's on the list. <laughs> Just stay down there. <laughs> I reckon it might be easy to get down there. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. 
Um, Chris Rogers, although he's retired from not playing first-class cricket in Australia, he's signed with Somerset for next county season, starting April next year. He's had stints at Derby, Leicester, North Ants, and Middlesex. So he's up to his fifth county. Is that him trying to get his 50,000 first-class? I'd say he could be be on track. I think he's a bit off his 100 first-class centuries, so he'd have to keep playing for a little bit longer. But (laughs) um, a little bit of of kicker in the super fund. Mm. Mm. And the, the Shield season starts... Round one, the, the pink ball um, shield season kicks off. It's um, the Vicks are hosting a game at the MCG against um, one of the other teams. <laughs> I've got no idea who it is. New South Wales and South Australia are playing. Yeah, they're playing a day nighter in South Wales. Yeah, they're South all Australia. three games are, are day nighters. Oh, this okay. is this is why we are the best state-based <laughs> podcast of all. This yeah. uh, synergy and research yes. that goes into this show yeah. proves why we're the best. Yes, that's right. Um, so that'll be interesting. I've heard a lot of complaints, David, about the pink ball. And I have my opinion on this is harden up. Yeah, suck it up. It's, yeah. it's here to stay. Yeah. But the thing I love is that the squeakiest wheel about all of this is Voges, who was the only bloke who made runs in that game against mm. New South Wales. He made 50 on his whinge and it's too hard to hit. It's like, well, you can't have struggled mm. that bad. Adam, buddy. Adam Voges is also a veteran of about, what, seven tests. Yeah. Mm. So you've, got, you've been given your baggy green. And all yes. of a sudden you don't want it because you yeah. but it's a pink just, ball. Yeah, I don't know. Just, oh, yeah, I'll have your baggy green. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's surprising. Oh. Anyway, we move on. Um, special segment now, special segment number two. Mick, what's in your kit bag? All righty, yes. So uh, what, what I'm going to talk about um, this week, what in my, what's in my kit bag, is uh, about um, pads, pads. Even mm-hmm. or leg guards, leg guards, yeah. uh, performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. So what I've got my kit bag. <laughs> so I've been, I've been, in, I've been talking to Stephen Dank and allegedly, <laughs> the weapon. Allegedly, allegedly yeah. I've got the weapon down, help move some personal training stuff. Now, so what we're going to talk about is pads or slash leg guards. Um, so I've got a bit of a gripe with this. So for yeah. those of you obviously don't, not everyone on here knows me. But for those of you who do know me. I'm a man of a rather small stature. Neon or grasshopper. And um, so one of the biggest one of the biggest issues I have is um, getting pads that fit. So most pads are up around my uh, chest and I uh, can't run very well, so I need small men's pads. So my gripe with this is that small men's pads are tough as nails to find. They're really hard to find and they're really expensive. And the reason I, and this upsets me because three of the greatest batsmen ever played test cricket, Brian Lara at five foot eight, Sachin Tendulkar at five foot five, and Dave Warner at five foot seven. <laughs> I thought you were going to say John Bradman. <laughs> he would have fitted in next. Are all are all men of short stature as well? So this, the reality is, is that if you're too tall, you can't bat anyway. So Tom Moody. Yeah. So all you all you bike, Chris Cairns, all you bikes that are too tall and can't bat, just fucking take up bowling and start making more small men's pads, so the rest of us midgets can make some runs. All right. And that's my two cents. Thank you, Mick. Uh, excellent. It's good to see that you've got some wicket keeping pads in your kit. <laughs> All right, we move now to women's cricket. We're looking at um, the WNCL table, Women's National Cricket League. The, the caravan of cricket continues to tour around the country. Uh, they're having a weekend off this weekend. Next weekend, they're in Melbourne playing at um, Premier Cricket Grounds such mm. as um, Camberwell and the Junction Oval and similar. Russell Lucas. Russell. The Russell, oh, I'm not sure if they're going venturing as far as the Russell Lucas. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. Out, Russell. Yeah, it's a long way to the Russell. Um, uh, maybe they're just in the city Albert ground and yeah, things like maybe. that. Yeah, Junction yeah. Oval. Junction. Where, the, where the hipsters lay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere they can get a um, um, an organic free trade soy latte. <laughs> um, yeah, so but um, we just wanted Certified to get the names games. right. Um, Vic Spirit, 
spirit of cricket, obviously. Yeah. Queensland Fire. Um, bit insensitive. Yeah. But moving on. You know, it's um, it's a bit. It is bushfire yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. South Australian scorpions stings in the tail. So, well, they always make runs. The lower order. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. ACT meteors because there's play off the comet. Some guessing. Yes. Mm. Why are the um. Isn't, Canberra Comet's isn't, obviously isn't, the alliteration, isn't, CC. Isn't there, isn't there like a huge... Um, There's a space tracking station at Tidbin Billa, which is in the Australian Capital. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, is meant to be the whole idea yeah. behind that. Um, New South Wales Breakers, we discussed that. Off-breakers. Off-breakers. Off-breakers, yeah. Western Fury. What are they so furious about? Um, how far they have to travel to play. Ah, yeah, yeah, cool. Three hours on a plane, each yeah. which way. Yeah. Yeah. And Tasmanian Roar. I think that's a play on Tigers. Tigers Roar. Ah. So they're the Roar. The yeah, men's okay. team, were they the time? Yes, they're yeah. the animals, and the women's team is the noise the animal makes. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yep. Yeah, okay. So um, Vic are doing well in that. Three wins, looking strong. There's an opportunity missed here. The WNCL final is on the 28th of November, and that's the day of the third test ah, okay. um, in Adelaide. Yeah. Now, there's a week, there's a first test, second test, weekend off, third test in the Australian New Zealand, yeah. three tests. That WNCL final could be on that middle weekend. It's the only weekend between October to February where there's no cricket on. Yeah. So they get 100%. Put it in there. Yep. They could, um, CA, Cricket Australia could pay Gem Channel, put it on Gem. There's no cricket on. Put it on Sunday. People will watch it because there's nothing else That's on That's right. Yeah. You know, they'd be lucky if there might be some motorbikes that fill along with some V8 supercar rubbish. There should be a bit of exposure cricket. to the game. Yes. I'll go through these channels. Yep. Um, even talk to Channel 10 if they want to get along because yep. they've got the women's BBL on there. Um, some other uh, BBL news, speaking of the BBL, tennis player Ashley Barty, uh, she's given up tennis, she had enough of that, she wanted to play a team sport, so she's signed up with the Brisbane Heat to play cricket for them. Okay. So, interesting one there. She played cricket goes. before, do we know? Um, no, but she's playing great cricket this and doing all right. Oh, okay. This season, doing yep. all right. And Jess, she's got a hand-eye, so that's after mm, battle. Yeah. Yeah. And Jess Cameron, one of the um, Southern Stars players, has taken an indefinite break from cricket. So she moved from Vic to WA. She's going to play up at WNCL for the Perth Fury, the WA Fury, Western Fury. But she's not playing BBL and she's not playing internationals. So. And she's an experienced campaigner, so there'll be a bit of a, bit of a loss. She's, oh, yeah, real She's loss. won a, a World Cup. So yep. She's a World Cup winner, 50 over, and she's mm-hmm. also won three T20 World Cups as well. Mm. So there's a bit of experience going ahead. Big loss for the, the Western Fury yep. and for the Southern Stars. Yep. All right, time for our third special segment with David. People who can piss off. Just before we do that, I just wanted to send out a shout-out. Friend of the show, Tom Mm -hmm. Bennett. Mm -hmm. Um, His girlfriend plays for uh, Box Hill Mm -hmm. in the Women's Premier Cricket. Um, And she scored her first ton today. Yep. Uh, And Meg Lanning also peeled off 170 red. So she's going okay as well. Um, So people who can piss off. Um, I'll just uh, this will be a quick one text commentator on the Cricket Australia website yes uh, he could piss off um, <laughs> he or she sorry um, so just an example of the sort of drivel that you have to put up with while you're pretending to work um, here's one of them out court Jack Wildermuth to Ben Cutting length ball slog play and miss to long on how do you play and miss to long on <laughs> how do you slog and play and miss <laughs> I just, I've got no answer He's played and missed to long on, Ross. I would have thought that, you know, this is a setup, sort of, you know, you're sitting there and there'll be a thing and you click the bowler and so then all the deliveries like say... a macro or something. Yeah, like, yeah, a macro. And you just click, the, oh, the overstarted, oh, it's going to be Jack yeah. Wildermuth. So you don't have to write that bit and it's two and you just click which one of the two yeah. bats and the ball's gone to. Then you free text right. At the end of um, play and miss to long on, yes. there's a period. Yes. And then it says, buy basil period. <laughs> What's that doing? Who's Baisley? Who is Baisley? 
So, text yep. commentator, see our website, mm. piss off. Yep. Uh, another enough. person who could piss off, Brendan McCullum. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might not be as pleasant uh, a, a discussion to have, but mm-hmm. um, he could piss off for not going to the authorities to report match fixing when Chris Cairns had asked him. Yep. Um, SK Warren and M War were considered evil when they gave pitch information. Uh, yes, as a TV true. broadcaster would before. Yes, yes. Um, so I haven't seen much backlash from Brendan McCullum. No. The holier than now Brendan McCullum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to know how their uh, how their good guys with sport mantles holding up now mm. as the New Zealand cricket team. Yeah, so, but in, oh, yes. in, in fairness to Brendan McCullum, like cheating, like in that form, that's okay. But sledging, oh, sledging oh, oh, don't, oh. don't call a bloke no good at cricket. Oh, no, no. Like, you know. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the lesson is for any kids who listen, which they probably don't, let's no. be honest. Mm. But if they had, they would have switched off. Yeah, that's, mm. true. that's true. If if someone asks you to match fix, report it to the authorities. So yes. McCullum, you could piss off. Right. And Thank keep you. sledging. Yes. Thank you, David. Uh, an excellent um, segment there, as always. We move now to our national team talk. And we're going to talk about our Test 11. So I'll run through mine to start with. Uh, we might actually run through them all together simultaneously. How does that sound? Okay. So we can discuss each position. Yeah. Um, I've gone with Warner to open. Yeah, I've got Dave as well. Yep. Uh, so do I. Yep, I think he's done fine. He'll be right. Um, uh, to partner him, I've gone for Cameron Bancroft. Mm. I've got uh, Smarshy. I've got Sean Marsh. All right. Okay. Uh, I've gone for Ed Cowan. Yeah. So I looked at his last Shield numbers. Yep. Um, Average close to 50, made 400s. Experienced campaigner with the loss of Michael Clark and yep. the like. Probably a good chance to get him back in. Yep, mm. not, a, not a bad one, actually. I think um, Joe Burns made runs yesterday for the Caxi yep. against New Zealand. He made a century, so he might be back in. Um, for number three, I've gone for Usman Kawaja. Made a century yesterday against the Caxi. Right, I've Michael got a pretty Clark. bold... Selection here, probably the North At number there. three. At number three. I've chosen a bloke who's been a number three nearly his entire career, which a lot of these blokes haven't, haven't been. Yeah. I've got I've chosen a bloke as a first class, class average of nearly 39. Has scored 25 tons and 40 fifties. He is 35 years old, but so was Chris Rogers when we needed someone to fill a specific yes. role and brought him back in. And the bloke I've chosen is Maxi Klinger. Friend of the show, Maxi Klinger. Friend of the show, Maxi Klinger. Um, bold, yeah. bold. That is a, that, it is a bold selection, but it wouldn't be as bad. As I was saying with Ed Cowan, a bit of experience in that test side at the moment would be worth their weight in gold. Uh, I went for Sean Marsh to bat at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, he shielded numbers last year, averaged 65, made 300s. Yeah. I think he's good to go. Yep, fair enough. It's now or never, I think, for yep, uh, S. Right. Marsh, if they choose to pick him, he's going to have uh, to make Shit it. or get off the pot time, as we say, <laughs> in, the, in, the, uh, in the industry. Make some runs or get murdered, according yeah, to our yeah, past yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can lock uh, Steve Smith in at four. Yeah, and, and captain. Well. And captain. Oh, yeah, he's probably be captain, yep. Yeah. Um, for n- number five, I've gone for Adam Voges. I think uh, he's worth a try. They, they went with him. They've got to keep stick with him. But. Yeah, well, I've, um, I've gone down the path. I've, I brought this up before my favourite um, angry grandpa Ian Chapel <laughs> mentioned it the other day but um, I mentioned it last year in conversation with a few blokes and I still feel this way I think Matty Wade needs to stop keeping mm-hmm. so Victoria need to give the gloves I think Hanscom's Hanscom's is a keeper, a keeper. Yeah. 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 they need to give the gloves they in. could find one anywhere else in the yeah. world yeah. Yeah. they yeah. go to Tassie yeah. pick one out of there and go down to Smith but, um, sure someone's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I reckon yeah, I've got I actually think that I've actually gone really bold here and chosen Matty Wade which will probably be mate probably make a few people scratch their heads but I think he's got a good first class record he averages over 40 he's got 9 tonnes he's got he's got a lot of 50s at 29 he's got 4,500 runs 
also, but he's only played 12 tests and he's got an average, it's not a great test average of 34, but what he does have in his 12 tests, he's got two tons and three fifties, which mm. is a pretty good record. He really, he got dropped probably... Yeah, more for his keeping. Yeah, more for his keeping than his batting. Him. I still yeah. believe like if you take that away from him, and he's shown in some of the, he's played yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, taxi games and things like that where he hasn't yeah. kept. Yeah, and he's yeah. just been in there as a batter yeah. and they field him yeah. a short leg and all that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. It's a pretty out there selection. It's something yeah. that won't happen, but I think it's something that he think, needs to consider for his yep. future if he wants to be a test yep. player. I agree with that. And mm. I actually think, I don't think Hanscom's going to keep, I don't think they want him to keep, but yeah. there's so many keeper bats in there. Yeah. Victoria could, you yeah. could easily fit three into their team. You could lure Tim Luderman back. You could Lua Carter's back. Yeah, Carter's. I don't think he's much of a good Well, that was, the, yeah. that, w- that was, I think, where Victoria missed a chance. Instead of letting yeah. Carter's go, they should have taken the gloves off Wadey. Yeah. Yeah. Go, right, your skipper, just bat, focus yeah. on that. Well, put, I did and, hear back at that time that Carter's wasn't catching. Hitting him no, in the chest. Bruising yeah. him all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Yeah. But, so he'd been obviously yeah. taking Wadey's advice then. Yeah. Yeah. Still, um, still better than the hula hoop technique they had. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. I've gone for a bold selection number five. Not as bold as Michael's. I've said Callum Ferguson the better at five. Oh, uh, yes. Um, so last year averaged, say, 53, made 400s. Um, has a first-class career average of 40. Yes. Which meets our criteria oh, here yes, in our cricket yes, pocket. Yes. And has made more than 10 hundreds. He's made 13 first-class hundreds. Uh, so right, okay. He meets that 10. He did have, like, it sounds ridiculous, he's probably played eight or nine first-class seasons, but he almost had a breakout season. Like yes. He stepped up, batted three. Yeah. He made runs. He averaged 50. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, not, uh, not a bad suggestion. I think we can, we can see that... Warner's going to open the other opener, number three and number five, five, and maybe six are open. Um, Six, I've gone for Mitch Marsh just because I think they're going to pick him. Yeah, I've got an all rounder. Yeah, I've got Um, it too. I've got Voges at six. Voges at six. I'm old school. I like to pick my three bowlers, Spinner, and uh, Kevin Bassett. Well, I didn't pick Voges because he's a winger. Yeah, if you put Wade in your team, (laughs) he can bowl. Yeah, he bowls 130 clicks, mate. Yeah. So he bowls fast. He could be at six. As the all-rounder. <laughs> Who's your number seven? Neville, the incumbent. Yeah, I've got I've Peter. Neville. I've locked Neville yeah. as well. Yeah. And the bowlers I've gone for is um, Johnson, Stark, Siddle and Lyon. Uh, I went Johnson, Stark, Siddle, Lyon. Yep. I've got Stark, Siddle, Lyon, Hazelwood. I haven't got Johnson. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. If you look through the Ashes numbers, those three blokes I named, maybe not Siddle, but Lyon... Hazelwood and Stark were the top three wicket takers. Johnson couldn't even top, crack the top three. He, I know he's come out and he took a five for in the um, Matador or whatever. Apparently, he came through with great cricket and dominated. Of course, he fucking dominated. He bowls 150 k's. Blake's are jumping into the yeah, 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 yeah. You can hit the stumps on the Blake stand at square leg. It's not that hard. Um, I honestly think that there's all these people saying, "Oh, rah 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 about him." I reckon he's on the way. He's on his. He's on the down. He's on the downward. He's on the way out. Yep. And he's not old, but I think yep. he, he showed it in England that when we need a man to step up, he doesn't have the uh, middle testicular fortitude to stand up. So I put him. I put him and Joe Burns slash twelfth man. It's just a matter of whoever fits in the vest better. I still. I still. <laughs> well, think, they have three of them, so yeah. they think they can both have a vest. I still think on Australian pitches he's going to be hard to yes. handle, especially for the uh, Kiwis. Kiwis, yeah. yes. So um, my thing. So sorry. Did you guys? You guys had start. You definitely yeah, have yeah, so I, so I don't think they both can be in the same side. Yeah, yeah. They showed that in England because if they both drop their bundle, Mitch Marsh has to bowl too yeah, many overs and he's right. not up to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's a bit of an issue. Mm. Do we um, have a 12th man, please, fellas? Uh, well, I've gone for Joe Burns. Yeah, I, I, I had Johnson or Joe Burns. I went Kawaja. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, that's an interesting look at those 11s. We, um, 
can look now at the Kiwis. They've arrived. They've um, brought over a fair squad with them. They've got yeah. a lot of names that we don't know of because um, they haven't been here for uh, five years or something. We haven't been there for about the same. They've played a game against the Prime Minister's eleven. Yep. In Canberra, um, so it's good to see Malcolm make his first real decision. I'd say and yeah. pick the eleven. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, He's had no, a lot of you know one. rubbish sort of things. Yeah. You know, rows built here, hospital funding, but he got the real marriage, all yeah, this sort of stuff. Yeah, got down to the real business yeah. and put his selectors hat on and yeah. put his PM's no, eleven. I thought he done a fairly, yeah, fairly good job. Yeah, Both hussies in there. That's not yeah. bad stuff. It was, it was a good. I like the way that he managed to. Um, Pick a few of the blokes that are in test contention. Yeah. Like, mm. He's obviously got a real yeah, finger eye. He really, yeah. yeah. really knows what's happening man. in the world yeah. of cricket. Old no, I expect to see him at every test this yeah, summer, not yeah. just the Sydney one. Skull and beers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob Hawke style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a throwback. He's a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can, and um, the issue I have with the Kiwis tour is they're playing the Prime Minister's 11. And today across the weekend, they're playing the Cricket Australia 11. But that's Which, a different cricket it's Australia. Not the Caxi from, not the the Caxi from the Matador. Matador. It's a different Caxi. Yeah. Caxi 2.0. Mm. Yes. Whatever happened to... Well, I'm wondering what's happened to... The, there's still a chairman of Cricket Australia, yeah. Wally Edwards. Um, what's well. happened to the Cricket Australia chairman's 11? This was my favourite team. Do you reckon yeah. he's been snowed under? And I don't he just know. Just couldn't get around to those se- selectorial duties. Yeah. So I think what do you think, Wally? He's got enough time to pick seven. Yes. But he can't pick 12. Yeah. So, because oh, okay. he can't commit to the full 12, he's yep. just like, well, well it's I'm, zero I'm, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, do anything half fast. Yeah. 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 Well, fair he's enough. He's that type of figure, old Wally. Mm. Yeah. I, I do have something a bit later in um, Ross's outbox that okay. I'll share with you about, about that. <laughs> mm. and, and then the um, this weekend coming up, while well, the, uh, the Shield match is going on, Vic versus Queensland at the G, mm. uh, Tassie versus WA at uh, the Boot Arena. And South Australia versus Adelaide Oval, uh, South Australia versus New South Wales at Adelaide Oval. Uh, New Zealand are going to the Sydney Cricket Ground, and they're playing another Caxi, ah, another cricket. Caxi three point oh. Caxi three point oh. Yes. So they're going to play three tests against us, and they've also had three or four warm up games. Yes. Are they ever going to leave? Uh, are they yes. going to be like every other New Zealander who ever comes to Australia <laughs> and just goes, oh, "I like this place. I'm staying." I really like it. I'm staying. Yeah, then you know what's going to happen. Brendan McCallum's going to buy an NRL team. Yeah, and they're in Bondi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> All right, we move on to have a quick quick run through some international cricket. Uh, England are touring the UAE and playing Pakistan. They're a bit stiff in the uh, first test. They, um, yeah, we they had got, this discussion yeah, uh, bad offline. Yes. And I thought that there'd be no chance. Yes. But... Never ever bet against Pakistan collapsing or yes. being yeah. in position yes. to lose. Yes, so, so the game, the, they'd only finished the was first Chris, innings uh, each at the start of the fifth day almost. And then Chris Cairns yeah. stopped in at UAE on his way to <laughs> yeah. the Matador Cup. Yeah. Yes. And, um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Alistair Cook's back. Oh, made, yeah. made one of his daddy hundreds. Oh, was it 200 and something? Uh, I agree. Yep. Speaking of Alistair Cook, yeah. um, he's only about 400 runs mm-hmm. behind Sunil Gavaskar to become the actual leading run scorer for an opening batsman in the history uh, of Test cricket. Right. But the interesting thing is that like, they put the numbers up at yeah. the time, him and Gavaskar batted the exact same amount of innings, and Gavaskar was 500 ahead of him. Uh, so when you look at Cook, Cook's had a very good career, yeah, yeah, but absolutely. for those of us who probably aren't old enough to appreciate Gavaskar, he must have been a special mm. talent. Like mm. He's not just that painful bloke on the commentary who just talks garbage. So, yeah. Another thing slid across my desk yes. in the week. Oh. Um, 
very full desk, I mentioned. Uh, Bryce McGann has lost his place in Test cricket history. Yes, I did he see that. He now no longer has the worst ever figures on debut. <laughs> it's been bested by Adil Rashid, who plays for England. Yes. Who recorded none for 163 off his 34 overs. Mm. I don't think the UAE is a place to debut a spinner. No. Steve no. O'Keefe, no good. No. Adil Rashid, no good. But so, so Adil Rashid. Mm. Huh? They moved for England, England yeah. against, against Pakistan. Pakistan. So was that like, one of these like situations? Was, was this one of these situations like, say, D two amateur reserves footy, where you're like a bloke short, <laughs> and the opposition goes, the opposition goes, we've got this bloke. He normally like he, he has a go, he trains, but he can't get in. <laughs> he turns so we'll um, you can have him if you want. And England are like, yeah, we'll take him. Did that explain the performance? Yeah. yeah. Uh, another good thing to see was uh, Ricky Ponting inducted into the Australian Sport Hall of Fame. Yes. And, and yes. just as a side note, yes. also doesn't like the day-night test idea. Yes, well, he's lucky he's not playing. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Does I'm like a bad vest, but bad oh, jumper. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did notice that Alistair Cook batted for four minutes short of 14 hours. And oh. I know from my uh, brief and non-illustrious cricket career that I've spent less time on the field in a month of cricket than he spent in one game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, next, we have Alex's inbox, but um, Alex is not with us, thank goodness. And I'll tell you what, we haven't missed a beat. <laughs> so, yeah, we true. haven't missed a beat. This we could be a three-man show. Yes, I think we've done pretty well. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's definitely in trouble. Yeah, he's a lead weight around our foot. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alex's inbox is not happening, but instead we have Ross's outbox. And during the week, uh, I was dismayed that uh, New Zealand are playing Cricket Australia 11, who played in the Matador, and then they're playing Cricket Australia 11 2.0 and Cricket Australia 3.0. And I wondered what's happened to those those teams I used to love. Um, so I decided to fire off an email to Cricket Australia. So. Mm. But here we are. Dear James Sutherland, mm-hmm. I am dismayed at the dismi- but I am dismayed at the demise of the Cricket Australia Chairman's 11. When I was a kid growing up in country Victoria, I waited all season for the Cricket Australia Chairman's 11 tour match to come around. It was always at Monica Roval, it was always against a test playing nation, and it was always really uh, enjoyable. However, over recent years, not only has the game been moved away from Monica Roval to such destinations of Alice Springs, null and voiding my one game membership that I purchased in 2007. <laughs> But now the Cricket Australia Chairman's Eleven has disappeared altogether. What has happened? I am tired of these numerous versions of Cricket Australia Elevens. Please bring back the Cricket Australia Chairman's Eleven. Yours in cricket, Ross. Strong. Mm. Strong. Yeah. Mm. Straight to the point. I like yep. it. Succinct. Yes. Um, hopefully he's really got the message. Yeah. And next year we'll see uh, the Cricket Australia Chairman's Eleven back on board. Yeah. Hopefully he gets the sack and they <laughs> put someone in that's committed to the cause. Well, if you're not committed to the CAC mm. 11, mm. what are you committed to? Yeah. Well, That's the real question. I remember the, the heady days of the Cricket Australia Chairman's 11 when Murray Goodwin was captain. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Zimbabwe mm. great, Murray mm. Goodwin. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, well, that, we'll wait and see if I get a reply to that one. I'm yep. not going to hold my breath. I wouldn't. Mm. And as, as we usually do at this time, we have a Tip Madsley update. <laughs> How's it going at talking? Well, we, we had a look on the My Cricket website. We see mm. he's only played the one game for the 6th 11. It was a couple of weeks ago. He made one batting at eight. Mm. And he Swash took... Buck. Yeah, apparently. It was a fine innings. And he took none for 29 or four overs. And he bowled third change. Nope. Mm. Hasn't played since. Well, maybe that's why he hasn't played since. Yeah, well, he's played one and been smacked around mm. the park. Yeah, they've gone, this stupid never played Premier League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they've got they, rid of him. Their <laughs> stories and ability don't yeah, match up. Yeah, Something's not right. quite right here. Mind me, a bloke who wanted down to our cricket training one a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have, I have got, I came across my desk last week 
that uh, Tip has been making better progress down in the 100 Pot Club at Torquay. <laughs> he's currently on 37 Not Out. Oh. And, he, and he's looking for a big Saturday very soon uh, to uh, nerdle a couple of um, quiet ones behind Square Leg yeah. and then really open the show as a name for the half century. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on his progress there as he aims for his century. We, we, the word around the table was that we think he'll get to the century before Christmas. Oh, yeah. he's if he have doesn't, a few I'll solid, be very surprised. Solid nets, and he might mm. get there. Yep. And the, another strange piece of information flew across my four by two size desk mm. was that um, Tip Mesley got a a phone message from his like former SMS? club SMS. Yeah. Yes, short, short message SMS. service. Yes, one of those uh, from his former. Premier Cricket Club Camberwell Magpies requesting action photos. How old Tip? Tip would be, oh, you know. They wouldn't have any action photos for me. Well, wouldn't they be in sepia? <laughs> <laughs> the problem with action photos back then is that he had to hold his stance for like three hours. While they put the camera And there are people looking off to the side, yeah. not at the camera and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I wonder what they would want the action photos for. Has it got to go on the back of the um, flap of the um, memorial yeah. second trap in yeah. the um, cha- way changes? In the Tip Madsley urinal. Yeah, the Tip Madsley memorial urinal. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're putting a plaque yeah, in the, beside the urinal. urinal. Oh, sorry, sorry, he's, he's not dead. Not dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just his, just his cricket Madsley. career is dead. Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 died a sad death many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's our Tip Madsley update for this week. Um, never ceases to amaze the sort of cricket things that man gets up to. <laughs> Cricket-related things he gets up to. Uh, finally, some uh, some listener feedback. James writes, loving the country references. Yeah. Like the Strath Creek talk in the first podcast and love yeah. the Swan Hill chat in the second. Kirby was happy with the show. He wanted to know the possibility of a separate podcast Solely done by Alex, and I think it's yeah. oh, no chance. <laughs> now you know what? That, that, send that, people that, to sleep. You could have a market for that because yeah. a lot of people have trouble getting asleep. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of insomniacs yeah. that need something just to yeah. tip them over the edge. Like Nike, just. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, he took umbrage t- with um, David for not knowing that Victorian Spirit. Victorian spirit weren't playing against the Breakers. Slow that your ass, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Bullock wanted tips for catching, and he thinks some of his teammates need a lesson in it. Well, I'm the resident catching expert, having once won a second living fielding ah, trophy. Um, what you do is you hold your hands out and you watch the ball into it. There's a three-step process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your hands out, yeah. you watch the ball into your hands, then you clasp your hands together. Yes. yes. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Um, Chris, I hope that helps you and your teammates. <laughs> well, this has been another big episode of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Podcast and Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. And we're now on Twitter at Midoff Cricket. And also, as always, on the Inside the Crokenbush website. We're coming soon to iTunes when Alex, our technical guru, returns. Our next podcast will be in a fortnight on day four of the first test at the Gabba between Australia and the Black Caps. There'll be plenty more Shield cricket plus Premier cricket, even some Futures League if we're lucky. So uh, until next time, this has been the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you later.